0: What about the Clippers, let's 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 jump to the west. Like I'm gonna triple about.
1: down on that. I'm gonna just get straight to it because I get a little long winded. I'm still where I'm at, I'm not caving on the Clippers, they're still relatively high. Um, but no, uh, um, again, no, Damn, Jay. I'm gonna leave it. Jay, Jay, Jay. I'm gonna let you Go argue ahead. and then I'll shoot holes through what you're talking about. Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay. No,
0: it's, it's hard to shoot holes through an argument that is based. On a player who's having a 50-40-90 season. For those of you out there that don't keep up with hoops like how we do and don't know what a 50-40-90 season is, is you shooting 50% or better from the field, 40% better from the three-point line, or 90% or better from the free throw line. Kawhi Leonard, 24 points per game on 52% from the field, 45% from the three-point line. 89% 89% from the free throw line. I'll give him the cushion, the benefit of the doubt. He'll get that up to 90 by the time the the season ends. So they have their star. Okay, do you know who they have right next to their star who's putting up a 50-40-90 season? A player who's averaging just two points less than that. at Paul George, 22 points per game on 45% from the field, 40% from the three-point line. Check. They got two stars. They got two playmakers. I mean, they got two stars. They got a playmaker in James Harden who – I love when James Harden accepts his role because he's so damn good at being a point guard that it's crazy to me that like he wants he wants to be the system so bad that it's like, yo, if you just hone in on your point guard skills, you can be such an amazing point guard. Like I, I still believe to this day, even better than Tyrese Maxine, Maybe I'm gonna sound crazy by saying this. James Harden was the best pick and roll partner Joel Embiid ever had up until this point in his career. This is only one year of seeing Tyrese Maxim and him playing together. But mm-hmm. right now, Harden's putting up eight eight assists per game. And the play the beautiful playmaking part about James Harden is that you can't just, you know, like how Ben, when Ben Simmons and jo- Joel Embiid ran a pick and roll, we're just going to double Joel Embiid and force Ben, you know, threaten. Is ben, is ben Simmons a threat offensively? Guess what? You cannot do that with James Harden because that man is a threat. Just last year, man, put 45 points up on the Celtics. Okay, so they got a playmaker. Shooters, they are a top four team in the league in both f- field goal percentage and three point percentage, shooting 39% from the field, uh, from, shooting 49% from the field, and 39% from the three point line. Earlier, I talked about it with two different teams already. talked about the Cavs and the Knicks having the right type of shooters around your driving kick players. Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, great catch and shoot players to put around driving kick players like Russ Hard, PG. So check, they got that. Defense, here is where I have some concerns, okay? Now, here's where my list takes a, haul, a halt. It stops, Jay, because, <laughs> because check this out, Jay. They got two great – I mean, there was one point in this league where there was no question a shadow of a doubt that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were the best two-way players in this league. You can still make that argument now. The league has gotten better, but you can still make the argument now. But where I have my fears and where I have my qualms about this team is – that front court, okay. That 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 front court of Daniel Tice, Mason Plumlee, and Zubak. Uh, I, I don't know if I can trust that come playoff time. i am just I don't know if I'm ready to put my money up on a line against other front courts in this league, especially when contending front courts. Every other team right that I've said so far that I've deemed a contender has an elite front court. This team doesn't. Now they have a extremely elite backcourt, and let's see if that can make up. For their weaknesses of the front core but that's where my my list comes to a halting stop. And I say, Jay, the Clippers are pretenders. But they're almost there though. They're almost there. At least I gave I them. I give them more of a thought. I give them more of a thought than you did. I give them more yeah. of a thought than you did. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I'm I'm with you. Like that that lineup, I'm looking at on it online right now, and that Kawhi, PG, Norm Powell, Zubach lineup with Harden mm-hmm. is killing. The league right now mm-hmm. with their plus minus, but that five again with zubach and Powell on the court. um I, I I I hate to. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go to somebody other than Denver. First off, any key injury on Denver, and then that I think that that t- tips the scales. So mm-hmm. again, we're talking Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, maybe even a KCP. Any one of them go down, and I kind of have to reevaluate whether I think Jokic is still single-handedly overpowering enough with the Clippers firing on all cylinders but firing on all cylinders for the Clippers is my fundamental issue with them right it's 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 Kawhi Leonard not getting hurt it's James Harden not climbing up and I'm just I, I can't ride with that I'd be more inclined maybe even to go with Phoenix and I and I don't even like Phoenix at all. That's I don't want to bet on no Brad Beal. But I, the, I, you know, the funny thing is, is even if Kawhi, if uh, if KD and Booker cancel out, Kawhi and Paul George, Not I, I'd still take Beal over Harden. You're right. Depth is an issue uh, for for Phoenix for sure. But um, but I just, I, man, he's trying to challenge me. James Harden is trying to say, "Are you sure you want to bet against me?" But this is a lifetime achievement reward for, for James Harden. I just can't roll with it. So,
0: I mean, I feel it. I feel it. I mean, br- brother, I'll be honest. Like you have all the reason in the world to not roll with it. I'm just hoping that you know the, oh. the 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 playoff failures, the the him arguing with Daryl Morey and his yeah. career. I, I I said this before he came to the, to the Clippers, and now I don't believe this because he's got his play. He's got his play better a lot, but if this Clipper situation didn't work out, like I don't know what team really would have took James Harden because there know, wouldn't
1: he- there wasn't going to be one. And that's what's going to make his contract situation so crazy. Like there are, I mean, that's a whole five minute, 10 minute segment right there on the spot because there's so many little machinations of which way it could go with James Harden. And all of it's going to be really be predicated on how does the season end. But um, one last little nugget, just because I want to shoot it off, is that they might have, Extreme matchup issues with the Minnesota Timberwolves because if the Timberwolves completely shut down the paint, um, and Jared Vanderbilt not Vanderbilt, uh, Jaden McDaniels, Mm -hmm. um, can mitigate one of them, PG 13 or or Kawhi, then all of a sudden Minnesota might be in the driver's seat. So that's another reason why I can't. It's tough to ask ask though, mitigating
0: those those two players is tough,
1: yeah. So
0: All right, right, Jay. I like that. I like that. Giving Minnesota some love, man. I know uh, one of our recent videos here. I know. Yeah, (laughs) I was dogging them out.
1: I was dogging them out. But matchups, though, and and yeah, matchups, I like them against the Clippers.